What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Junkyard. I am your host, Junkyard James. Let's get going into this. We got some things I want to talk about. Some uh, changes I would make um, if I was AEW. Um, I got a couple couple things I would want to talk about. Um, we'll, we'll talk about the proposed new pay per view schedule that Warner Bros may be wanting. How I would change that? How would I would how I would run that if I was Tony Khan? Um, and then we're going to um, that's essentially the show. Uh, anyways, let's get going. This is the junkyard. Like I said, I'm going to talk about some things that um, we are going. Uh, if I was running AEW, how I would change some things and make things a little bit different in AEW as a company. Um, and uh, but some housekeeping things first. Um, please make sure to follow the Junkyard Media Group's tw- uh, Twitter X profile. I don't know what it's follow us on what was known as Twitter. I think it's now known as X at junkyard MG. Uh, keep up to date with all of that stuff um, going on there. The junkyard media group is host, not only to this podcast, the junkyard, but also the calling audibles podcast that goes on every Thursday, 9 PM live on the junkyard media group, YouTube channel. So you, you don't want to miss anything coming out of that, that, Twitter page there. Um, I run it. Uh, There's a mix of wrestling commentary um, and other sport commentary. It isn't specifically dedicated to just wrestling, but there's other sport commentary and things as well going on because the hope overall with the Junkyard Media Group is at some point in time we reach every single sport um possible we're starting with pro wrestling and football but we'll we'll be able to branch out hopefully here soon into more and more content and so that's just just my my opinions um through the podcast there's nothing there's not going to be nothing super offensive or hyper you know political or anything on there and i'm just kind of keep it you know to my opinions on sport so go ahead and follow us there on twitter or x or whatever it may be called at junkyardmg um, as well, I'm going to post the link to um, the Junkyard Media Linktree page. You can find the merch pages for the Junkyard Podcast and the Calling Audibles Podcast there, as well as some other links, helpful links to stay involved with everything Junkyard Media Group related. One one last thing I want to mention before I go into the topics I want to talk about today. I have the opportunity uh, this week. I think we're recording tomorrow. I don't think the, the episode will be posted till Wednesday to speak on the Slapping Meat Wrestling podcast. They want to, as as you know, the past couple episodes of this podcast have been my take on the so so called casual wrestling community. 
they so the, the leader my brother of the slapping meat wrestling podcast he's part of that casual wrestling community that i was talking about and they want to ask me some questions i guess my opinions on certain things and so i'm going to go on that podcast i think that episode will post this wednesday and uh so tune into that slapping meat wrestling podcast the the um, link to that will be posted when the episode is um, live again on the Twitter page. So don't forget to uh, to follow that page there, like, subscribe, everything to the Junkyard Media Group Wrestling uh, um, YouTube channel. Um, I think that's all the housekeeping I need to to go through. So let's get going with some. Some news. So, like I said, what would I do if I was, if I was to change some things in AEW? What things would I change, and and why? I think the first, the first thing that always comes to mind when this question pops up in my head is I would do something with the something different with the women's division, and it. it uh, this is kind of the reason why this podcast is is being recorded is because I saw a pot, a tweet the other day. I think it may have been Sunday, um, the 20, 22nd. I can't remember when it was posted. Maybe Saturday. I think after collision, I think, is when the post was. Uh, yeah, so Saturday. And the tweet basically said, the AEW women's division feels non-existent. Um, it's hard to even to remember who the champions are. And so outside of Tony Storm being the AEW World Women's World Champion. Um do you know who the ROH champion is? Like if you don't pay if you if you don't watch ROH on a weekly basis or don't watch it at all, do they tell you who the ROH Women's Champion is? Do they tell you, you know, we haven't seen much of the the TBS champion since Chris Statlander won it. So do you even know that Chris Statlander's, you know, the AEW champion, the way that Chris beat Jade was there's no story really behind it other than the returning Chris Statlander wins. Um, we haven't seen Jade since then. Statlander really hasn't defended it much. It just feels kind of like the women's division is non-existent. So I quote tweeted, this was before the change to X, so I don't know what that would be called. Instead, I've said this from the beginning, Tony Khan needs to fix how they run or book the women's division there's like one segment on the show featuring women. And with so many talented women, they all can't get airtime. It's the biggest thumbs down in all of AEW, in my opinion, is the lack of the women's division. And so if, if the, the biggest thing I would change, and, and maybe I'll post in the merch a shirt or something or some sort of merch to, to give the AEW women's division a chance. I'll come up with some, some classic thing. Cause that's just the biggest thing I would change is I would give more time to the women's division. If I was Tony Khan and part of these Warner Warner bros discovery media deal is if you're going to give dynamite a third hour, like has been discussed. If I'm Tony Khan, I'm making sure that everybody knows that that extra hour is going to be dedicated to the women. And it doesn't have to be the last hour of the show. It could be the first hour of the show or the middle hour of the show or 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 
you know, they split it between all, all three hours. But I think there should be an hour dedicated to the women if AEW Dynamite was to get a third hour at least one hour should be dedicated to the women's division. There's just too much, too many talented women in the AEW women's division. I think if you were to if you were to combine the rosters of AEW, the main roster for WWE and NXT on paper, I would say AEW has the most talented women's division, pound for pound, than the other two. But I would say AEW's booking of their women's division is the worst of the three. And so that's the biggest thing I would change is um, how that division is ran. Uh, I would want to put more emphasis on the women's division. Because you can't tell me that a division with Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker and Anna Jay and when she comes back, if she comes back from her pregnancy, Ty, Ty Mello, um, and Willow, and Athena, and just all the women that they have in AEW, that they only get one spot a week. I think, if I remember correctly, on, um, oh, Taya Valkyrie and Sky Blue, and the list goes on and on and on. Chris Statlander, Jade Cargill. I think on uh, Collision, they had one, one match with Taya and Jade, or Taya and Sky Blue fighting, and Taya won in like five minutes. I think on uh, Coll- Dynamite this past week, they maybe had one big segment. Uh, one match, I think it was Britt Baker versus Kayla Sparks. And Britt won. It was a, just a squash match in like two minutes. And other than that, they didn't get much time. Obviously, it was the Blood and Guts match. So that took an hour of the two-hour segment there. So that's understandable. But that other hour, you get two minutes out of the hour. Not a big fan. I think, you know, the women need more time. And... If you're not going to give them the time on Dynamite or Collision, then Rampage needs to be a women's a woman's only show. If if that's the only time the women are going to get in the week, then you know that's settling for the bare minimum for me. I think they need I think they need more time on the live shows rather than the you know the shows that they um, record. And, and and air that are, that aren't live but recorded shows like Rampage and ROH and things. I think they need more time on Collision and Dynamite. But at the bare minimum, if they're not going to give them the time on Collision and Dynamite, then the entirety of the one-hour Rampage needs to be all women. That's just my opinion. The women's division, there's too much talent and not enough um time given to the to the women's division and, and it just feels there's no real big storyline we don't know who tony storm is going to fight at all in or all out they, they haven't built anything there there i don't know who the number one contender is we 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 room it feels to me like like brit may get that spot but like i don't know like she's now she's fighting taya valkyrie um, it's just, it just feels weird. There's no legitimate story going into any of this. Um, and so 
that's the number one thing I would fix is, and honestly, outside of that, there isn't really anything else I would fix or that is a, like big enough that I would do major overhauls to something. The tag division's probably the best tag division. Uh, the world title picture. Um, I know, you know, Max and Adam Cole are building the story. They may be tag champions, but it's we all know where it's leading. And so it's a good story to tell leading up for the, the world pick title picture. If Max isn't going to defend the title, at least he's doing something. You know what I'm saying? At least he's on the show. He's not just taking time off and not showing up. Um, and then over on Collision, uh, they're building that up really good. I think Collision is the number one show, in my opinion, over Dynamite. I think if I were to change one other thing, uh, and I know this probably won't change, but I would I would put Collision on Wednesdays and, and Dynamite on Saturdays. Because Collision feels more like a TV-esque show, and you're going to get more viewers on a, a prime time. They're going to get a prime time spot on Wednesday when you're usually number one or number two in the market on Dynamite. Now you put Ian Riccoboni and um, Nigel McGinnis on commentary. You you put a more WWE-esque flavoring in the middle of the week. Maybe you can get more fans that are just flipping the channels. Um, your hardcore fans are going to watch both. So... I think it'll be a good idea. I don't think it will happen to swap the at least the production style of Collision and Rampage um, and put the more um, the more hardcore base that the the more hardcore base out of the picture um, compared to. Um, Things like, like, you're not going to get a lot of fans to watch Collision on a Saturday night because Saturday's full of a lot of everything. So the fans that are going to watch Collision are the ones that watch both Collision and Dynamite. The people that don't watch Collision right now are probably ones that watch whatever is the most, you know, most intriguing thing on television. On Wednesday, it would be uh, the wrestling show. On Saturday, they got soccer and football and basketball and a bunch of other shows that are more compelling sometimes in pro wrestling. And I'll be straight up honest with you when we get time to the NFL and they start flexing games to Saturday and my favorite team, the Buffalo bills play on it, have to play on a Saturday. I'm watching the Buffalo bills over AEW. That's just the way that it is. I have it set to record. So I'll just watch it after the game or the next morning. Um, and so I feel that's how people are. And with to me, Collision's the A show. And so, or the best show right now in terms of the production, it feels more like a TV show rather than an indie show. And and I know I've always said that that's Tony Khan's market is to be a an indie show and just put on a big, big produced indie show. You can put that on, on Saturdays. The people that are going to watch it on Wednesdays, We'll watch it on Saturdays. And, and to me, it's let's get your, your best show in your best slot, which is Wednesday at primetime. 
and put your show that has the name recognition that people will watch just because of name recognition on Saturday. Maybe you can build the Saturday slot to fit 700, 800,000 instead of four to 500,000. And then you get collision over a million weekly and it does good things for both slots. I think that's that that that's the reason for me changing it that way would be I think because because to me collisions the better produced show you have people who would watch AEW on Wednesday because there's really nothing else on TV and they're going to watch a really good produced show and then maybe they come in and watch because they see how good uh, collision is and they're like oh dynamite's now on on Saturdays well I'll watch that or I'll watch it the next day or I'll record that or I'll do this or I'll do that. And maybe hopefully the numbers for both shows go up. That's the goal, I think, is for both slots to go up. Because I think Collision could run over a million if it wasn't on a Saturday. But because it's on a Saturday, you're only going to get the extreme hardcore fans to watch live or next day. Some people are going to watch days after. Or they're going to record it and when they have time because it's the weekend, people are out at the bar or at concerts, you know, more, more than likely. So you're not going to the bar on a Wednesday, Wednesday night. You're not going to a concert on a Wednesday night. Uh, you're more so to do that on a Saturday night rather than a weekday night. And so put Collision on Wednesday and Dynamite on Saturday. And I think you could you could actually raise the number for both shows, in my opinion. So those would be the two main things that I would change. Um, and maybe you call the Wednesday show Dynamite still, but you change the production. So you you change everything. Collision now goes to Dynamite, and everything Dynamite goes to Collision. I don't know. You change the commentary teams. You got to do something to change it up because I feel like Collision and that production style would suit the the fans better on a Wednesday, suit the numbers better, suit the market better on a Wednesday than on a Saturday. Um, but who am I to know? But if if I was, I would at least consider it if I was in control, if I was Tony Khan. And then the last thing I kind of really want to talk about, and I don't want to make this podcast super long, um, is part of the proposed Warner Brothers deal that we're assuming it's going to be finalized here soon with AEW is and it's this big extension that's going to give them multiple like millions and millions of dollars <coughs> um, is that Warner Brothers wants a 12 or a monthly pay-per-view schedule for AEW. And if I was Tony Khan, I would leverage this idea. And say, it's actually not a bad idea, but I'm going to do it this way. So I came up with, if I was Tony Khan, I would leverage it so that ROH is included in, in the deal. So I'm not streaming my stuff on Honor Club. Because let me just be honest, fans like me who are money conscious, we're not going to pay for Honor Club just to have to pay for a pay-per-view every couple months. You know, I had Honor Club for three months, realized I watched about two episodes of ROH just because of just time and schedule. And quite honestly, if it's not, you know, recorded, I'm probably like I like I said the other a couple episodes ago, I don't really have the time to watch TV live a lot of the time. I record a lot of things and watch them when I have the time. So with ROH, you know, I just 
I know it's on demand and I can watch it whenever, but to me, I just spent a lot of, you know, going to a second app, having to pay for another streaming source on top of everything else. It's just a big inconvenience for me there. So if I was Tony Khan, I would leverage, I would say I would want essentially to put Honor Club on Max. And so if you have an Honor Club subscription, you'd get to, you, they'd transfer that subscription over to Max. You may have to pay a little bit more for the for coverage, but now you have all of Max's stuff plus ROH Honor Club. I'd have so that AEW live content is available on the man the day after on Max. I'd take it to that Rampage. And he, here's what I would really like it for is I'd take Rampage instead of putting it on TV to air and then on demand next day, I'd stream it on Max, like you would with ROH. I'd have out of these 12 month pay per views, it'd be a combination of ROH and AEW product. And so I came up with if I was Tony Khan, how I would go to Warner Brothers and say, This is how the pay per view schedule would be. You want 12 pay per views a year. Here's what I'll give you. And I have them written down. I'll go through them. In January, we're going to start off the year with an ROH pay-per-view. And so we start off the year with ROH. I don't, I mean, to be completely honest, I don't know I don't know enough about ROH to give you the, the, the pay-per-view titles. So it's just the first ROH pay-per-view of the year. You can name it whatever in whatever order you want. But January would be the first one. The second one, we would have Revolution, AEW pay-per-view. In March, we're going to have a women's only version of Forbidden Door with with women from AEW and Stardom. In April, we'll have the second ROH pay-per-view. In May, we'll have AEW Double or Nothing. In June, we'll have the men's version of Forbidden Door with AEW talent and New Japan Pro Wrestling talent. In July, we'll have the third ROH pay-per-view. In August, we'll, we'll resurrect um, an, a Dynamite special version from a couple years ago, and we'll put Beach Break on in August. In September, we'll have All Out. In October, we'll have a fourth ROH pay-per-view. In November, we'll be Full Gear. And then to end the year in December, we'll have Battle of the Belts. What this could lead to, Battle of the Belts being an AEW and ROH pay-per-view with the possibility of it being Two things, a combination of essentially two things. We can have essentially the AEW version of Night of Champions and introduce some sort of concept of if you win X and Y Battle Royal... You can start the next year 
as the number one contender. And so essentially, the Royal Rumble for AEW. I don't know what they could call the match, but instead of having its own pay-per-view, you can have it on Battle of the Belts, where all the belts can change, and then your one of your middle, mid-card tier matches on that show can be a battle royal, not like the double or nothing battle royal where you, 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 right? But something different where the winner becomes the number one contender for whatever championship that they want to go after. Basically leading up to you're going to main event either January's ROH pay-per-view the next month or Revolution the month after that, the first AEW pay-per-view. What it also does is it leverages ROH into this deal, and it gives it so that there's not 12 AEW pay-per-views. There's six AEW-exclusive pay-per-views, four ROH-exclusive pay-per-views, and then two crossover Forbidden Door shows, one for men and one for women, so that you can give New Japan this proper respect, and you can give stardom their proper respect and their own show. And so if I'm Tony Khan, this is how I, I'm going to Warner Bros. and say, I I don't want to water down my product. What Tony Khan is really good at is to, uh, giving two months of story to a pay-per-view. And so you think about it. So let's let's start in December with Battle of the Belts, right? Now you have two months to Revolution. Well, you're thinking, well, what about January and the, the ROH pay-per-view? Well, that the last ROH pay-per-view of the year is in October. You get two months, November and December, to build up into the first ROH pay-per-view. Then you get two more months to the second ROH pay-per-view, two months to the next ROH, you know, so it's every two months where it fits into Tony Khan's scheme. Revolution, same thing. Build your two months till double or nothing give or take the forbidden door matches, which are just going to be indie style dream matches. There's probably not going to be many storylines built around that. And even if there is, and then you still have a couple months to build you to the next AEW pay-per-view double or nothing in May leads up to beach break in August, which leads to full or leads to all out, which leads to full gear. And so it, it, Tony Khan, his his only negative thing booking-wise is that sometimes the pay-per-views are too spread apart with the four pay-per-views we have that it feels like there's no stories to the last month and a half anyway. So let's just give them a month and a half, and then we can build the best version of Tony Khan's stories that there can be. And so then it gives you a women's exclusive pay-per-view. And, and oh, and all the pay-per-views are on Max. I'd pay 15 bucks a month to get all of Max plus ROH plus AEW plus every AEW ROH pay-per-view. That's a lot of content for 15 bucks. You get all of HBO specials from the past however many years. You could get all of Honor Club. You could get all of the AEW content all in one streaming source. I think it's a no-brainer of a deal, and I'm fine with having 12 pay-per-views. My issue would be if it was 12 exclusive AEW pay-per-views, plus the ROH pay-per-views, plus, you know, Forbidden Door, 
And we wouldn't have this woman exclusive pay-per-view. I think this is a fair deal right here. I, let me know what you guys think. I don't I don't really have much else to talk about. Um, let me know what you guys think about what, what I've said, the changes I would make to the commentary and, and maybe changing the, the structure of the shows from Wednesday to Saturday, maybe collision on Wednesday and dynamite on Saturday, or at least the way that the shows are produced. Uh, what do you think about the women's division? What do you think about my proposed pay-per-view schedule? Let me know what you think. And last question I would say, what would you do if you were AEW? If you were Tony Khan, if you had control, what changes would you make to AEW? Um, but with without anything else really to say, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop off here. Here's been another episode of the Junkyard. Um, stay tuned for this week when I get a, go on the Slap and Meat Wrestling podcast and uh, have a conversation with my brother there about some some questions that his Discord community. As for me, I'm going to be answering those, uh, posting that to the Twitter page when it comes out. Let me let me know what you think about this. Like, subscribe, listen to the podcast, hit the notification bell on the YouTube channel so you know when you get new content. Um, you can find this podcast in audio version on Spotify and Apple Music, Apple Podcast. Um, without any further ado, y'all, I'm going to say goodbye and good night and bid y'all adieu. We'll see you on the next episode of The Junkyard.